from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to Brand Supremacy here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get into the show, I want to thank everybody for following and subscribing to the show. Thank you for subscribing to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Thank you for all the support. It is without you, there will be no us. Thank you so much. Make sure you follow the Lords of Gotham, my rap group. Make sure you follow Slapbox Music Group. But most of all, make sure on Instagram you follow at... Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Let's get into a big show. We are done with Backlash. Backlash was a phenomenal show. As you heard last week, I had a lot of fun watching it. It was very fun to to go back and rewatch this show. Very fun to relive it and review it. But we off that now. We gonna go into the fallout. WWE Monday Night Raw, April 22nd, 2002. The show starts with Brock Lesnar versus the injured Matt Hardy. This is a match that was supposed to happen at the pay-per-view, but Matt Hardy was injured. It happens here. He said against Doctor's Will. And Brock Lesnar totally decimates Matt Hardy. Just like at the pay-per-view against Jeff Hardy, we get a referee stoppage. Brock Lesnar is just tearing through the Hardys, destroying them. And it's really cool to see Brock continue to be built up as a monster. Really fun way to start off Monday Night Raw. I am giving this a 1.5 out of out of 5 just for the fact that it was a nothing squash match, but it did continue to show how strong and how much of a beast Brock Lesnar is. We got Ric Flair arriving to the show. He is backstage. People, people are refusing to shake his hand. People are looking at him sideways. He doesn't know why. He says that what happened at the pay-per-view was a mistake. He didn't mean to, he didn't mean to count the three with Stone Cold's foot on the rope. He didn't see it. Undertaker is there. He sees Ric Flair. He thanks him. He said he did the right thing. Taker says he owes him one. Ric Flair says he didn't see Austin's leg. It was not intentional. It was totally an accident. Undertaker laughs it off. He says he's about to go out to the ring right now. And he's going to publicly thank Ric Flair for his actions. So Undertaker comes out. He says he's a new number one contender. He's going to go against Hogan at Judgment Day. He says Ric Flair did the right thing. And then Triple H comes out. 
Triple H, who is now a SmackDown exclusive superstar, does not belong here on Raw, but he was screwed over by The Undertaker. So Triple H comes out. He wants... There's hell to pay. Him and Undertaker brawl. They brawl all over ringside. They brawl to the back. It's very, very intense here. Triple H grabs a sledgehammer. He goes to whack Undertaker with it. He gets arrested. Security can't stop him. The cops finally do. They arrest Triple H. He's getting thrown in jail for the night. It was very, very crazy way to start off Raw here. After this, Ric Flair is at a catering. William Regal sees him. He says that he thinks that Ric Flair did it on purpose. Ric Flair is getting pissed off because now everyone thinks that he's trying to screw Stone Cold Steve Austin on purpose. We got a really good match. This, in my eyes, is a dream match. Unfortunately, it wasn't treated like such. But two of my favorite superstars of all time. We had Mr. Perfect versus Rob Van Dam. This was a really fun matchup. Eddie Guerrero was on commentary. He was comedy gold trying to teach uh, Jerry the King Lawler how to roll his R's and cursing Jim Ross out in Spanish. Rob Van Dam picks up a victory in a fun matchup here. Like I said, it wasn't treated as such a big deal, but it was fun to see these two mix it up in the ring. I give this two and a half out of five stars. Afterwards, Eddie Guerrero attacks Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam fights back. Eddie Guerrero misses the frog splash, which now he's calling the Latino Heat Frog Splash. They brawl. They get separated. It looks like we're going to continue the feud between Rob Van Dam and Eddie Guerrero, which I'm all for because they tore it up at Backlash, and these two guys are just phenomenal. So to see this feud continue, I'm all for it. I'm excited for it. We got a lot of flashbacks tonight. A lot of flash because Hulk Hogan is here with the title, so we got a lot of flashbacks of Hogan's career here in WWF. The first one being uh, him beating Iron Sheik for the world title for the first time, January 23rd, 1984. We got him at WrestleMania 5 where he beat Macho Man Randy Savage. We got him at WrestleMania 7 where he beat Sergeant Slaughter. We got him in 93 where he beat Yokozuna at WrestleMania 9. Really cool to see them really making a big deal of Hulk Hogan as the world champion here. We got a tag match between Jacqueline and Trish Stratus versus Molly and Jazz. Molly and Jazz pick up the victory after Jazz hits Jacqueline with the uh, women's title in the back of the head and a roll up on Trish Stratus. So it looks like they're going to continue that feud with the addition of Jacqueline, who now has a gripe with Jazz. Ric Flair is stressed. He's talking to Arn Anderson backstage. He says no one believes him. He doesn't know what he has to do. Arn Anderson said you should go out and address the crowd. You know, we all make mistakes, but the perception of it looks like you did it on purpose. So Ric Flair says he's going to go out and dress the crowd, which he does. He comes out. He says he made a mistake. He did a lousy job as a referee. Flair apologizes. Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out, and he ain't trying to hear this shit. He's pissed off. He says he doesn't believe Flair. Flair tries to make it up to him. He says that tonight... We're going to put you in the ring with Bradshaw and you guys are going to take on the NWO so you can take off, take your frustrations out on the NWO. Stone Cold doesn't really care too much about this and he says that Ric Flair tried to screw him and that's something that you don't do. Uh-uh! So, we, we, uh, we're going to see a tag match between Bradshaw and Stone Cold versus the NWO tonight. Speaking of tag matches, we get Booker T and Goldust versus Bubba Ray and Spike. This was a really fun matchup. They're still building the uh, team of Booker and Goldust. Odd pairing here, but 
they grow into a great tag team. Booker C and Go does pick up the victory. I had a lot of fun watching this. I'm giving this two stars out of five. Also, after the matchup, Stevie Richards comes out. He tries to attack uh, Bubba Ray Dudley. He tries to put him through a table, but instead Bubba puts him through a table. Bubba Ray Dudley's still the hardcore champion, so there's still a lot of people gunning for that belt, and it's 24-7, so anyone could get it at any time. We get Sean Stasiak backstage speaking in riddles and rhyming everything, talking about Planet Stasiak, Maniac, Heart Attack, Bardiac, blah, 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 a bunch of bull. And he's confronted by Tommy Dreamer, who he he's basically saying, dude, what's wrong with you? And Sean Stasiak still speaks in riddles. And then William Regal, I don't know if this is a babyface turn from William Regal, but he says, what the bloody hell are you talking about? You look like a buffoon. You're nothing but a tart. Now, I don't know if in England that's fighting words, but I wouldn't want to be called a tart. So he says that he'll see him in the ring. William Regal comes out first. Sean Stasiak comes out next. As soon as he hits the ring, William Regal hits him with the brass knucks. Power of the punch. Referee rings the bell. One, two, three. Victory for William Regal. This was nothing. This is a dud, but it was a way, I guess, to turn William Regal babyface, it looks like. After this, Bradshaw is seen unconscious in the back. And Ric Flair goes up to him and he says he knows who did this. He goes to the NWO locker room. Hall and X-Pac are very disingenuous with their concern for the safety of Bradshaw saying, oh my god, is he okay? And then when Ric Flair said he's going to look for another opponent for the matchup tonight to team up with Stone Cold Steve Austin, he walks out. Kevin Nash comes out from the bathroom. He's still suspended. We now know that Kevin Nash is the one who attacked Bradshaw. Ric Flair comes back. He says, what are you doing here? You're suspended. Unless you want to be suspended for life, you got to go right now. He said Triple H was already arrested. You could be arrested too. So we get the ejection of Kevin Nash. Hulk Hogan comes out. He says he's the new champ. He says that Hulkamania is running wild and it was reborn at Backlash. And he's so excited to be the WWE champion after 18 years. This is really cool. I thoroughly felt the passion in Hulk Hogan. That crowd was going wild for Hulkamania. Cool to see. Will we we will be getting Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan at Judgment Day, so I'm excited for that. Main event time, Monday Night Raw. We get Hulk Hogan. Well, we get the NWO. I mean, we just saw Hulk Hogan. We get the NWO, Scott Hall, X-Pac versus Stone Cold Steve Austin and his new partner, The Big Show. This match was going fine, and then Big Show gets tagged in. And Big Show choke slams Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that's how the show ends. This was a dud match. No finish here. But we do get the Big Show joining the NWO. He's now aligned with X-Pac. He's now aligned with Scott Hall. He's now aligned with Kevin Nash. So that's how the show ends. The Big Show is now a part of the NWO. I enjoyed this show. We had a lot of craziness. A lot of star power. Great to see Hulk Hogan back on this show as the world champion. Great to see the surprise of Triple H showing up and fighting Undertaker all over. Great to see Stone Cold's confrontation with Ric Flair. I like the whole, what's called, Hulk Hogan um, back-in-time flashbacks. Really cool. I give this show a strong three and three-fourths stars out of five for Monday Night Raw. Great show. Moving on now, we're going to go to WWF SmackDown from April 25th, 2002. The show starts with Hulk Hogan. He opens up the show. He says that he respects Triple H. He says that he doesn't know if it wasn't for Undertaker if he would still be standing here, the world champion. But he says that he promised Triple H a world title 
rematch and wants to give him that world title rematch tonight. Triple H comes out. He says that Hulk Hogan earned his respect. And if he wants to put the title on the line tonight, then he earned his respect again. Vince McMahon comes out. He says that due to Triple H being a criminal and getting arrested, they need to clean up the WWF. And he said that he will not be getting a title shot tonight. In fact, he will be wrestling Chris Jericho in the number one contendership match. And there will be the winner of that will get a title shot next week on WWF SmackDown. So the main event set, we got Jericho, we got Triple H. This is a rematch, a one-on-one rematch from WrestleMania. Really cool. We get a six-man tag between Billy, Chuck, and Tajeri versus Al Snow and Maven and Billy Kidman. This was okay. Um, there was a spot here, or there was a moment here where Billy and Chuck get pantsed, and they're wearing thongs, and then they pants Rico, and he's wearing a thong. Just, you know, Vince Man style of humor here, I guess. Billy Kidman picks up the victory when he hits the shooting star press on to Jerry. Kurt Angle arrives to the ring. Well, Kurt Angle arrives to the arena. He sees a hefty, let's just say, attendant backstage. Tells him that it's his lucky day because today he's going to introduce a new t-shirt that has a list of all his accomplishments. And since he has so many accomplishments, they only come from XXL and up. So he said that it's his lucky day because he could give him a discount on his new shirt because he's a fat guy. <laughs> After this, we're backstage. We're in Vince Man's office. He's getting a head massage from Stacy Keebler. And in walks the debuting Randy Orton. Vince says, who the hell do you think you are? And then he says, oh, I know who you are. You're Randy Orton. You're Bob Orton's son. He goes out of the office for a minute. Stacy Keebler starts flirting with Randy, asks him to remove his shirt, asks him to touch her. When he does, this man walks into the office again. He says, What the hell is he doing? Stacy says Randy forced himself on her. After that, Vince McMahon says Randy Orton will be making his debut tonight against Hardcore Holly as a punishment for for uh forcing himself on Stacy Keebler. At this time, Hardcore Holly has a reputation for Basically taking liberties with rookies. So that's where this is a punishment. Um, backstage we get Christian betting that Mark Henry can't uh, bend a frying pan. We get another test of strength. Not only does he bend a frying pan, but he bends a steel rod. And then while he's bending the steel rod, Christian hits him with the frying pan. Setting up a matchup for later tonight. Back to the ring we get Hardcore Holly versus Randy Orton. And Randy Orton actually picks up the surprise victory here in his debut here. Pinning Hardcore Holly. So this was really cool to see. Especially because we know what Randy Orton becomes. He becomes the one of the top legends in WWE. So he pins Hardcore Holly. The start of a great career. We really started to get to see a new generation of wrestlers here. On Raw we got Brock Lesnar. On SmackDown we have Randy Orton. John Cena is soon to come. So I'm really excited for this. Kurt Angle. He's backstage. He's talking about debuting his new shirt live in the ring tonight. As he's talking to a photographer saying that he wants it in magazines. He wants it on TV channels and TV networks. He has his back turned. Edge actually replaces the diagram of the new Kurt Angle t-shirt. So Kurt Angle doesn't notice that Edge is there and he replaces the shirt. We go to the out. We go out to the ring. Kurt Angle has his big presentation about his new shirt. And then when he finally reveals it. First, Edge comes out. He says that he wants to congratulate Kurt Angle on his new shirt and on his victory at Backlash. Kurt Angle is like, all right, cool. Like, I appreciate it. 
then he reveals his new shirt, and it's actually the shirt that Edge replaced the new shirt with, and it says, you suck on it. Kurt Angle's livid. He wants to fight Edge. Edge is laughing. He keeps on making a joke of Kurt Angle. The whole crowd's chanting, you suck at Kurt Angle. Pisses him off. We get a matchup here between Mark Henry and Christian. This was basically a nothing squash match. We get a Chris Jericho interview saying that he will win tonight and he will go against that has-been Halloween... Halloween? Hollywood Hulk has-been next week. We will get Jericho versus Hogan if Jericho could get past Triple H tonight. We had a pretty interesting tag match between Edge and Rikishi versus Albert and Kurt Angle. That was pretty good. I give that three and a half stars. I mean, two and a half stars. I enjoyed watching that match. Really cool to see everybody mix it up. And then we got the main event here. Chris Jericho, Triple H. This was a really good matchup. These two always have great chemistry with each other. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Jericho and Triple H had a great match at WrestleMania that went very underappreciated because of that crowd. The crowd was dead because they just sat through The Rock and Hulk Hogan. So we got the rematch here on SmackDown. It was in front of a hot crowd. And like I said, this was just a great matchup here. Undertaker comes through the crowd. He distracts Triple H. Jericho gets the roll-up victory on Triple H. We get Jericho versus Hulk Hogan next week. Undertaker and uh, Chris Jericho, they assault Triple H. It's a two-on-one assault. Hulk Hogan comes out. He makes the save. He fights off Undertaker. He fights off Jericho. That's how we go off the air. Really fun SmackDown. Not as good as the past couple weeks. I'm going to give it a two and a half stars out of five. I enjoyed it nonetheless. I think, once again, Raw gets the victory here for the better show. So, we're on and running on the road to Judgment Day 2002. Main event being Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan. I'm excited for this. Everybody, I hope you all have a great weekend. Once again, make sure to follow us on Instagram at WrestlingDeloreanPod. And make sure to tune in on Monday for a brand new episode of The Fight for Monday Night. Have a great weekend, everybody. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 